This is 51st Dates, and I'm your host, Jolie Moore. They say that hindsight is 2020. I decided to find out if that's true. Every week, I'm going to read a chapter from my memoir, 51st Dates, then give you the backstory and commentary on what really went down. It's been two whole years since I went on these dates, and I'll be experiencing them along with you as I read. We'll find out together if my future self learned anything. I don't know if I have anything figured out, but at least we'll share some laughs along the way. Dating in Southern California is nothing if not entertaining. Ready? Strap in. Let's go. Welcome to 51st Dates. This is your host, Jolie Moore. It's episode 42, and life goes as it goes. Um, Actually, to tell you the truth, life, for the most part, has been pretty uneventful. Everybody behaves as they always do, but that is not news. What I've been thinking about um, is, so I've been thinking about dating, haven't been doing it. Um, I've been actually volunteering and doing other fun things that do not involve dating. Um, But one of the things that is going to be necessary in order to date again is that I'm going to have to put together a new dating profile. So I've been working on it for uh, (laughs) many months. I'm going to tell you, I can write a book faster than I can do this. Um, But I have been working on a dating profile and it's maybe the way I'm going to go. Um, obviously not on Tinder because there'd be insufficient space for this. So maybe on OkCupid. I haven't decided. I went actually to all the dating app sites and deleted all of my profiles, um, which will reset them in a sense, which unfortunately means the people who are blocked won't be blocked. But I certainly wouldn't swipe right on any of those people ever again. So that shouldn't be an issue. But algorithmically, I will start with a clean slate and then it can sort me from there. So here's the dating profile. Um, I'm going to read it to you. And you know what? If you're going to DM me, I'd appreciate your thoughts on it. Here we go. Let's get this out of the way. I'm dating with the intention of finding a long-term relationship. My day job and night job is as a genre fiction writer. It's not my side hustle. I'm the single mom of an awesome 11-year-old boy who I want to raise to be an empathetic, worldly, self-sufficient man. About me. One, I like to travel a lot. Two, I'm out of the country several months of the year. I have a bucket list of destinations I plan to tick off in the next year or so, which would include, if COVID allows, the pyramids of Giza and Machu Picchu. Then, after that, who knows? Three, my best night in the last few months was at a big event expat party, people from everywhere in the world, wine, music. Four, I love reading more than writing. I read romance and thrillers and women's fiction. I love nonfiction about almost every topic. In short, I'll read anything. This is a blessing and a curse. I adore podcasts. My favorite is The Honeydew. Broadway is my next best love after my son and writing and reading. Okay, Broadway is my fourth love, but that's high up there. Five, a well-curated museum exhibit is my favorite way to fill a random afternoon. Six, I want to and can't wait to meet someone who shares my sensibility and shows up. So let's talk in full words and sentences. About you. One, you have 
some cool friends you've known for more than a few years. Two, you love to talk. Your friends describe you as a great conversationalist. Three, there's something you love as much as I love live theater, something that moves you. Four, you appreciate a good workout a few times a week and appreciate the value of a long walk. Five, you have a spirit of adventure. You try almost anything at the drop of a hat. Six, you're curious about the world and the people who inhabit it. Seven, you're secure emotionally and financially. So that's what I'm going with. Uh, I think it accurately describes uh, who I am and what I'm looking for now. Who's going to swipe on that and actually, uh, <laughs> and actually, you know, message me? I don't know. But to be frank, um, when I started in 2019 or whatever, um, I got like many, many matches a day, sometimes like, I don't know, 25, sometimes 50. I don't know. Um, and it was a lot of, Hey, how are you? You up? You're cute. Inappropriate things, which I will not repeat. Um, but just a lot of messages. And to be frank, it was a lot to sort through. So I think that my preference nowadays would be to have like one or two messages a day. Um, that would be great. It would take way less time. And actually then maybe I'd have a much better chance of curating uh, the kind of people I would like to actually spend time with. Because to be frank, I wasted way too much time on way too many dates with people that either A, I knew I would never date, or B, I shouldn't have dated. <laughs> I mean, I really, really shouldn't have. Their behavior was so awful and so red flaggy that I should have spent less time. But you know what? I learned a crap ton of lessons. And what I didn't realize is that going into dating, like I just, I, I don't know, like I was, I wasn't like a lamb led to slaughter, but I just had no idea of what to expect because the last time I dated, if I ever really did, there were no apps, not that I know of. I mean, I think there was online dating um, on the interwebs when it was new, but not nearly developed um, as it is now um, and not some billion dollar, you know, match <laughs> industry where, where one person owns like, you know, 85% of the dating sites. So the question is whether there's something to choosing which app <laughs> I were to use and uh, whether that will sort anything. I don't know. Look, I got the profile written and that's pretty much, that's such a win. It took a really long time to sort of distill who I thought I wanted to present myself as. I mean, it's me, but picking the facts and then also figuring out what I want in a guy. Um, so what the profile doesn't, I mean, the dating profile doesn't talk about is what I want in a relationship, but I think I'd rather communicate that in person. But if the guy actually has friends, <laughs> that's like, that would be great. I'm trying to think if I even like really met somebody who has a lot of friends and I don't understand how they get to like 40 without any friends. Like who do they talk to? So they're single a lot of them didn't have kids, then 
what is their day like? You know, who do they talk to? And if they don't have any friends, does that mean that they're going to expect me to fill that huge emotional well that they may have? Um, And I don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. Did it. Did it. Did it before. Don't ever want to do it again. And um, then would be happy to help have me do it. But I really don't want to do all that heavy lifting. My own life is enough. And managing in that is a like it's a 24 hour day, seven day a week job. And I might be willing to take on a little side hustle, but I don't want to live my life and then also conduct the affairs, financial, emotional, relational of another person. I don't have it in me. I don't know if I burned through all that energy, but I really just want a whole other person who shows up, who's got their whole life worked out, but would love some companionship to hang out, travel, do new adventures, and take a long walk. I do love a long walk, although I usually take them by myself so I can work out book problems, and I need one now because I'm stuck in the middle of a book, um, which is maybe what I should do after this podcast. Um, to be frank, what I'm really going to do is probably like troll through the refrigerator like any person. So let's get on to... Chapter 42. Chapter 42. Honesty. October 17. I got a text from the hiker this afternoon. I was busy driving around town picking up random items for a weekend camping trip with my son. It's an annual tradition at his school. More than 100 students and their parents leave our comfortable, climate-controlled homes to drive three hours east into the mountains where we'll sleep and eat rough. The kids run wild, the adults will day drink. The hiker, how are you doing today? A couple of hours later, when I had a moment in the school parking lot, I replied, Me? I'm mostly great. I'm packing for a weekend camping trip. Starts tomorrow. How are you? He's not a texter. Something about being 57 has no doubt kept him out of the world of texting. I know that I need to let him off the hook and send him on his way to find his counterpart, but I haven't. This has been my come to Jesus week. I spent a lot of time excavating my craven heart. My conclusion? I'm the asshole. It was humbling to think that I haven't been nice to everyone I've dated, mainly Thunderbolt. He has his own asshole moments, don't get me wrong, but I haven't been kind. In fact, I realize I've been cavalier with his feelings. I don't know what those feelings are because God knows he's pretty awful at expressing them. After I texted the hiker, I took a deep breath and made a decision. I sent this text to Thunderbolt. Me. Hey there, I was just thinking about you. Are you in town Sunday night? I'm leaving for a weekend camping trip tomorrow morning, but would love to see you if you're free. It felt more vulnerable to type that than it looks on the screen. And oddly, that's how that ends. I don't know what I was thinking in terms of that break. Probably something monumental happens next. Um, I don't remember, but I... I Okay. There's this uh, there's this Reddit called Am I the Asshole, which um, I don't read as often as um, it would be entertaining, but maybe once a month I poke my head in there and then people <laughs> um, lay out these scenarios. And to be honest, 50% of the time they're, ass- <laughs> they're the asshole and 50% of the time you're like, no, no, that other guy's the asshole. Um, I don't think that I was unkind to Thunderbolt. I think that 
I wasn't cavalier about his feelings. He didn't have any, right? Um, uh, he he was one of those people who I just had behavior mismatch. You know, he, okay, look, I don't know if I've said this before, but honestly, I think if you had told me that he was two separate people and they were just like twins and those being alternately visited by one or the other, I would totally believe it. Because there were basically like two people who I saw. There's this one guy who's like all like schmoopy schmoopy and I really like you and aren't we great? And the other guy who was like, I'm looking for my cool girl, my manic pixie dream girl, this other girl who's sexy and smart and funny and uh, like has a similar sense of humor to me and is fiercely independent, um, which he would say to me, followed, not followed by, because he would never say this, but you know, the implication was, but you're not it because she's going to fall from the sky and then it's going to be true love. And I don't know, like, it's going to be like Cinderella. Maybe like the birds are going to whistle and, you know, clothe me in like, you know, like white glowing robes or something. I don't know. So he would be one of those two people. And I had to sort of reflect that and I was inconsistent so he'd come in and be all like you're the best thing ever and I'd be like oh crap I was waiting for the asshole and then I'd be at my house or whatever and I'd be like okay so the ass you know the 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 great guy is coming and then he'd be the asshole and I'd be he'd be sitting here looking at me as if he wanted to leave although he drove himself here so it was always really weird um but I I don't know. There's nothing more to describe it. It's just, it was a weird thing that I should not have been involved in. Um, I should have met him the one time and I should never have texted him again. Um, unfortunately, I didn't because he's cute. And um, when he's not the asshole, I like that guy. But, you know, what is there to do? I assume that the current profile I wrote and that I'll put up maybe in 2022 um, would have filtered him out because while he claims to be looking for a relationship, he got to 45 without having more than one. So I would say it's not a priority. Um, And he would probably look at that and think, oh, that woman wants too much and swipe on by. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We we matched twice on different apps, so I don't know. Um, but I would like to think that for sure all of these guys, maybe not the hiker, but all of these guys would not even be in the pool and it would be a completely different pool of other guys. So I don't know. I don't know. Dating apps? Like part of me, okay. Part of me thinks, okay, you got to be on Tinder because everybody's on Tinder, but it's so full. It's it's actually just too many people. Like it's literally like just too many people. So the good part about Tinder is that there's a bunch of people. The bad part about Tinder is you wake up with like a hundred matches. Like that's that's ridiculous. That that decision fatigue sets in like five in. You're like, oh my god, right? Um, and then um, 
I have the friend I've mentioned who was like, you have to do eHarmony. So I'm going to be honest, like maybe six months ago, maybe nine months ago, I sat down and I filled out the whole eHarmony thing. And then all the people they showed me were like these devout Christian men of a certain age who all seemed like they had just like had like retired from military careers, which I'm going to tell you is in direct contradiction to anybody I would ever date. Um, I don't date people who have guns, who spent any time around guns. I mean, that's like off the table. I wouldn't date a police officer. I probably wouldn't date somebody um, actively in the military. Like there's a lot of things where I'm just like, I don't think we have the same core values. Nothing wrong with your values, but like, no. Um, So it was a lot of these kind of people and it was a lot of people who are just too far away. You know, I like at some point, like I matched with some guy on eHarmony. I was on there for like three days and I was like, where are you? And he was like, oh, I'm in, I don't know, Iowa, Utah, Idaho. It doesn't matter. And he's like, but I fly back and forth a lot, which, you know, is interesting. I mean, there are a lot of people I know who do that, um, who want to be out in the mountains of pick your state. Um, and then they fly back to LA to work or whatever. Um, a lot of those people. Interesting idea. I could not fathom what he thought we had in common. And so, yes, I think somebody who is formerly well-educated is probably a criteria. Um, I'm not willing to travel, you know, 600, 1,000 miles for that. It doesn't really fit within the lifestyle I have. So I think I want somebody local, probably, to be honest, within 20 miles. Um, I dated a guy after the memoir ended who was... I don't know, like 25 miles. And he was like, oh, it'll be fine. You know, I'll drive, I'll drive. But what he really ultimately wanted was me to drive with him and move into his house 25 miles away. And I kept thinking, like, how does he think that would work? Like, why would I give up my whole life in LA to like drive 25 miles from LA? Like that, it made no sense. Um, And he he sought me out because obviously he was outside of my radius, so I would never have seen him. Um, but other people's radius, radii are bigger, and therefore you come into their orbit even though I think, to be frank, I should not be in their orbit at all, which I think is the problem with OkCupid is that you can search for people by interests or whatever. Um, and we had a shared interest and that's how he sought me out because he would never have been on my radar because he's outside of my radius. And um, I wouldn't do it again. Like the one time, and this is like right before COVID, but the one time I drove, maybe twice, and I was like, I'm going to spend an hour on the freeway to go 25 miles. And uh, he had so many problems, totally wasn't worth it. Um, I could have spent that hour writing a book. So we will see. I think that 2022 is where I'm at. I need to get through some just life logistics stuff first. Um, And then I think I'm going to travel for the holidays. And then when I come back in January, baby, it's on. (laughs) 
I'm Jolie Moore, and this has been 51st Dates, the podcast. If you enjoyed listening, I hope you'll share, rate, and review it on Apple Podcasts. It will help others find the craziness that is dating in Southern California. Also, please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. If you'd like to read ahead, my memoir, 51st Dates, is available wherever books are sold. A link is always included in the show notes. I'm also a romance writer. If you want to know more about my books, please visit joliemore.com for more information. You can also follow me on Instagram at xojoliemore and on all social media at the same handle, xojoliemore. Thanks for listening, and I'll be in your ears next week.